This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during your show today, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, feel free to click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or concerns to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now this weekend, I was flipping through some channels and I saw Back to the Future came on. It's a classic, and whenever I watch it, my imagination begins to wander to what I'd tell myself if I could jump in a time machine and go back 30 years. Some of what I'd say myself is common sense, like don't worry about fitting in and pay more attention in math class, that sort of thing. But I'd also give myself plenty of financial advice. Now, like many of you listening today, I've made plenty of financial mistakes along the way. And you know what? That's perfectly normal. But as I think about Back to the Future and time machines, it occurs to me that for many of us, our kids and our grandkids are something of a time machine. And thankfully, you don't have to go back in time to visit with them and give them the kind of financial advice that you probably wish somebody would have given to you when you were younger. Now, before we get rolling, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. (laughs) Wow, what an introduction. I don't know if I deserve that introduction. Uh, that Probably was something better than that, at least. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was pretty good myself. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what? I- I'm excited about this topic and, you know, jumping in the DeLorean, hitting 88 and going back in time. Uh, I like the Back to the Future references, uh, you know, and in fact, speaking of Doc, Doc Brown, great Scott, that's a good introduction. I don't know, <laughs> trying to do trying to do doc brown great scott anyway <laughs> it's close right i mean pretty tell close me it's, tell me it's close. okay it's bad. all right well uh i think this is going to be a great one but uh yeah i've been great i want to thank you for having me on the show nick you and herstel are always so great to have me on the show to have fun with you guys each week and it, it's just so much fun especially with great topics like this one but i've had a crazy busy week how about you have you been keeping busy Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, it's even been raining a little bit lately, which has been nice to help reduce our fire season issues. Oh, wow. Yeah. We needed the rain, didn't we? We sure do. Always. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? I mean, I've often thought about some of the choices I made when I was younger, you know, like, you know, eating that second pizza. Um, (laughs) Uh, but, uh, but no, mainly financial, uh, but I, I, mistakes that I made or decisions I made financial or otherwise, and I just cringe. I mean, obviously outside of books and movies, we know time travel is still impossible, but I like your notion that our kids and grandkids 
are time machines. I think that's interesting. And and while Marty McFly was able to travel through time in his DeLorean and see himself and his parents, um, we can see ourselves in our kids and grandkids, right? Well, that's exactly right. And, um, you know, right off the bat, I think there's something that you should consider if you decide to share your financial lessons with your kids and grandkids. And that simple thing is share it all because you definitely need to share your wins and your losses and your mistakes. I mean, nothing can ease the sting of a past financial mistake, like making sure someone you care about and love doesn't make that same mistake. Right, Tony? Right, exactly. So before we get rolling, let me say that a lot of what we're going to talk about today includes grandchildren, but I want to make reference uh, to those parents that are out there of also teenagers in the 20-somethings, because a lot of what we're going to talk about today can definitely um, correspond to, to those age groups. Yeah. So what's the, per, the, what's the first piece of financial advice that you have for us? Yeah, the first piece of advice that you should share with young people in your life is that debt is like a pair of handcuffs, and those are almost impossible to take off once you get involved. Um, if you lose your job or require medical care that your insurance doesn't cover, I mean, those debt handcuffs are going to make it even harder to successfully navigate through that situation. Now, when you're wearing debt handcuffs, somebody else owns the key. And the longer that it takes you to pay that debt off, the more interest charges mount and the more difficult that key is, um, to, you know, to reach and to release those handcuffs. And so if one of your favorite young people is struggling with debt, I would tell you to help urge them to come up with a bold action plan immediately to address that. Right. I love the handcuff analogy to debt. It really does handcuff you. And you know, uh, back to the future, that analogy, Marty McFly used to turn to Doc Brown for advice and wisdom. So I guess if you know a young person who is struggling with debt, you should encourage them to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Nick, who can serve as their own personal financial Doc Brown, right? Well, that's a great point, definitely. And, you know, the next financial lesson that you should give a young person is that there's real power in living below your means. I mean, buy a reliable car, not the flashiest car, and live with roommates until you have enough saved up for a down payment on your own house or place. And most importantly, please remind them that a promotion or a raise shouldn't automatically be an excuse to just go out and spend more on their lifestyle. Yeah, well, that's that last one. That's a good one because I'm betting a lot of people with that get that first significant pay raise. Uh, I bet it was uh, met with a burst in spending on things that weren't exactly necessary. I, I know I look back and I kick myself when I think about some of the stuff I was buying when I was 25 years old, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Well, <laughs> Tony, that's a great point. And, you know, I, I think almost all of us uh, made at least a few financial decisions at 25 that we later came to regret. Um, <laughs> the the, the sure. next <laughs> the the next valuable lesson um you may be able to share with a young person is uh, to pay themselves first. We talk a lot about this, but just urge them to generously contribute to their 401k or IRA every year and also explain to them how automating savings can help them avoid spending too much out of their paycheck. Yeah, that's true. When it comes to saving money, the old adage of out of sight, out of mind is a useful tool. Well, absolutely. And when a chunk of your paycheck is automatically funneled into your chosen retirement savings tool, you budget with what ends up in your debit account, which means you aren't budgeting with money that you need for retirement. Right. 
And that is that's key. I'm glad you made that point. And now this has been a fun and informative show so far today, Nick. Do you have more info for us before we take a quick break here? Oh, for sure. I'd always urge our listeners to visit our website at Jones Financial Talk or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any of the questions that you might have about retirement or help you with any planning like we've talked about so far today. Well, thank you so much, Nick. And we're going to be right back in the future with more insights into how you can use the financial lessons you've learned to help the young people in your life right here on Jones Financial Talk after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And Nick, great show today. You've been talking about serving as a financial time machine for your children and grandchildren by sharing financial victories, defeats, uh, mistakes made, and lessons learned. And I think you're right on with this. By relaying the lessons you've learned over the years, you can really help them see into the financial future. Now, what do you have for us next? Yeah, the the next great tip I have is one that really connects with me personally, and it's don't allow yourself or your money to get caught in the latest fad. Um, Sometimes the flavor of the month can leave a very bitter aftertaste, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Tell the young people in your life that the fatter their paycheck gets, the easier it is to become seduced by expensive cars, bigger houses, and designer clothes. But what does that get you ultimately? Is that money better served with a new car today or a happier retirement tomorrow? And I think you listeners and I both know the answer to that question. So, you know, it's important to make sure that the young people you care about know it. Um, If they learn this lesson when they're 25 rather than 45 or 50, their financial lives are going to be much easier. Yeah. See, right there, you're giving some good advice. You know, don't blow your money on expensive cars. That is unless the car is a DeLorean that doubles as a time machine. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Then it might be worth the money. But I would also add that it's critical to make sure that the young people in our lives understand that easy access to credit and credit cards isn't the same as real wealth. I mean, you you really, I think you've been helping drive that point home, Nick. And to some of us, real wealth comes from, and to most of us, it should come from, a solid financial strategy Uh, discipline with your spending. You want to maximize your earnings and uh, prioritize security over uh, flash, right? Well, that's very well stated, and I couldn't agree more. Now, I think the, the next critical piece of advice that I'd like to share is save aggressively. And this ties in very nicely with what you just said, Tony. Young people need only remember that by focusing strongly on saving while they're early in their careers, They won't have to save as much money overall. And saving money is a long-term play. And even if you begin by putting away a modest amount, it's still likely to have major benefits down the road. Ultimately, money that's saved today could potentially benefit from compound interest and market upticks, as 
as we look forward to. And additionally, money that's saved at a young age has a longer runway to recover from market downswings. So when you begin saving money early, you have more opportunity to work with a financial services professional to help tweak your investment preferences and take advantage of those long-term trends. Right. And I, I can't even begin to guess how many of our listeners have probably said to themselves, man, if I'd only started saving money when I was in my 20s, right? <laughs> uh, we've all said that. And, and I think the more you save at a young age, obviously, the smoother the path to the kind of lifestyle and retirement you want is going to be. Well, and, and not only that, but the more disciplined you are with saving at a young age, the more likely it is that you'll have more money you need in the future for a down payment on a house or that larger vehicle or as your family expands, um, taking care of things that happen in your house, like a, a new water heater or a roof um, that break in the middle of the night. Now, <clears throat> beyond hammering away on the idea of saving money, it's critical to make sure that young folks that you care about also set reasonable financial goals. Um, you need to help them avoid goals that are too broad, like I'm just going to buy a house or I'm going to save for retirement or I just want to pay some bills. Um, let's use buying a home as an example. Um, push the young person that you're dealing with to get very specific. What kind of a home do they want? Uh, new construction or a classic Victorian? Uh, will they want to live in the city or the suburbs or the middle of nowhere? And do they want to utilize a large down payment? or limit the size of their monthly mortgage payment, what's important to them. So the point is getting specific, um, you know, with the goals that you have uh, will help you achieve those benchmarks and be clear with your goals. Yeah, I think that's important. Uh, uh, you want clear and achievable uh, benchmarks and goals. And I think this presents the perfect opportunity uh, to bring up uh, to our listeners uh that they need to sit down with the young people in their lives, kids, grandkids, and describe just how goal setting when you were young maybe made a difference in your own financial journey. Or let's say you didn't set goals at a young age. Let them know how your path would have been smoother if you'd done so, or what happened once you got older and did set some uh, great goals. And, and I think it makes a huge difference. Obviously, goal setting is an important part of this, uh, but I really like the idea of sitting down with them and explaining that. Well, definitely. And I think that's a, a great idea. Uh, and I hope that many of our listeners use those goal setting ideas themselves for sure. Now, the next step that I wanted to cover is don't believe everything you hear about money. Um, you may be able to use a lot of your own personal experience. And with young people, whether today in 2021 or back in 1921 or even in 1821, um, they're mostly influenced by popular culture. Um, it's just part of being young, right? And But you should remind them to not put too much stock in pop culture. Uh, the get-rich schemes and designer clothes and glitzy cars we talked about and, and can't-miss stocks that are celebrated in movies can really skew the reality for some young people. And so instead, urge your kids and grandkids to read the finance or, or money section of trustworthy news sites. Gift them copies of financial planning books. And again, share everything and anything that you've learned along the way. That's going to help them the most. Um, movies and pop culture are all about fun and escaping. But when it comes to finances, it's really important to stick to reality. You know what? You know, another thing you could recommend, not just books, but podcasts. And I happen to know one uh, that they could listen to for financial tips. 
Exactly uh, right. It has a great host called, his name is Nick. It's called Jones <laughs> Financial Talk. How about that one? Free on our uh, website. Uh, <laughs> right there. Here we are. Well, and it, it sounds like, you know, sticking to reality, is this your way of telling me Doc Brown's time machine from Back to the Future is unlikely to become a reality? Well, I'm afraid so, Tony. Though, you may want to get a second opinion from your friendly neighborhood inventor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it comes to helping your beloved young people find their financial way at a young age, you should also encourage them to set their own spending limits. Credit card companies, for instance, um, are only going to be eager to tell them how much they can spend, but clearly they're not the best source. So encourage your young people to build a budget and then block out all of the noise and stick to that. Yeah, exactly. Boy, credit cards can derail you fast, especially at a young age, and you don't want to jump into credit card debt, uh, especially when you're young. So that is hugely important. And the credit card companies really target young people, uh, college age kids. So I, I think it's really critical to have that talk with your kids, even when they're in high school uh, and, and, and before. They just aren't getting the personal finance education that they should be. So I think it is up to parents and grandparents uh, to pick up that ball and run with it with their kids. Now, we're almost out of time for this segment, so uh, I think we'll get back to our conversation after a quick break. But before we go to this break, uh, please let us know, Nick, how our listeners out there can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation. Well, yes, Tony, for sure. Uh, listeners, you can always just reach out to us via phone at 541 773 9567 or check us out on the web at jonesfinancialtalk.com. All right. Thanks, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Do you have concerns about how market volatility in the current economy might be affecting your finances? I'm Herstel Jones with Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Give me a call at 541-773-9567 to set up a complimentary phone or virtual meeting to discuss your strategy and goals. Call 541-773-9567. Again, that's 541-773-9567. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Jones Financial Talk. We're here today with my friend, Tony Shore. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, don't hesitate to reach out to us on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or by phone at 541-773-9567. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, you can always uh, click on the radio page at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you know what, Nick, during our first two segments today, it's been an interesting conversation. You talked to us about how we might be able to use some of the financial wins, losses, and mistakes that we've been faced with during our lives to help our kids and grandkids uh, put their own financial futures on solid ground, at least, while they're still young. So what do you have for us today in our final segment? Well, yeah, I, I thought we'd finish the show today by sticking with the theme of finances and the young people in our lives, but broaden it uh, out into something a little bit more fun. Um, because as you know, uh, we can build some wonderful memories with the young people in our lives uh, while sticking to a budget. 
And many of the tips also apply if you're a parent of young kids, as we discussed before. So the first tip I'd like to mention is if you want to travel alone with your grandkids, um, you want to make sure to get their parents on board with your plans and be clear about how long you're going to be gone and where you're going to be going and what you're going to be doing. And don't forget that some parents have some concerns about whether a grandparent still has the energy to keep up with that young grandchild about whether you're driving them around or, um, or chasing them around and can every day. And those types of questions may get under your skin a bit, but remember um, to see it from your child's perspective. An open and frank conversation may be just what everyone needs to feel good about that grandparent-grandchild adventure that you have planned. Hey, that sounds pretty good. I like that. And even a grandparent who spends a fair amount of time with their grandkid may be unaware of certain personality traits. So having that open conversation before a trip, I think, is an opportunity for the parents to share some important information with the grandparents. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's a very good point. Um, And the next tip for planning an adventure with your grandkids is to include them in the process. Um, Ask them for ideas and and be flexible. Uh, You could be thinking that you want to take them to Disney World, but perhaps uh, that little history buff in your life would actually prefer to go to Washington, D.C. Or, just as likely, after a school year of history lectures and reports, maybe a ride on Space Mountain is exactly what that grandkid needs. Now, either way, by including them in the planning process, you're more likely to craft a travel itinerary that everyone enjoys and remembers for years to come. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, uh, you know, I would encourage uh, kids to go to D.C. because I think it's fascinating. But, of course, Disney World is going to be a popular choice. And it seems to me that if you do include your grandkids in that planning process, like you say, Nick, you're going to increase the odds that, number one, they're going to be more invested in the trip and excited about it, right? Well, that's a very fair point there, Tony. And, you know, one of the next tips to consider when taking your grandkids on a trip is to not try to do too much. Um, The ideal length of time is about 10 days to two weeks for a a trip like this. And, And, you know, you don't want to cram in too much to each day. Remember, younger kids get tired and hungry and cranky Um, And the fuller the schedule, the more likely it's going to be that you end up with a a little unhappy camper. So be aware of that and be aware of other things as well, like bedtimes. Um, If you're flying internationally, try to do it at night so the little ones can better adjust to the time change. And if they're used to dinner at a certain time, stick to that rather than your preferred time because you'll have an easier time adjusting than they will. Well, yeah. Hey, let's not forget, Nick, about nap time. I love Uh, naps. If one of the kiddos you're traveling with is used to a daily nap, don't try to push through it. Let them have their nap. And that goes for dad too, right, Nick? (laughs) It does. I love naps for sure. (laughs) I think you'll be glad you did. Uh, You and the kids both will probably need a nap. (laughs) Well, you know, also, Tony, one of the best ways to enjoy time together is actually to take a break from each other. And, you know, the easiest way to get everyone to get some of their own space and time is is through um, sleeping arrangements. And so rather than putting everyone in a single hotel room, consider a suite with a separate bedroom and a pullout couch. 
Adjoining rooms may also be a great option because you can give your grandkids the space that they need while also keeping the adjoining door open or cracked so you can keep an eye on them. And also, if you're traveling with multiple grandkids, give them each a bit of spending money. That way, they can make some small decisions for themselves independent of what the larger group wants to do. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's a nice little tip there. But the more kids you have, uh, easy for you to say, just give them all money. <laughs> I'll be hitting you up. Not always the answer. Yeah. Well, I don't have any <laughs> grandchildren yet, but someday maybe, right? Uh, but seriously, those are helpful tips. Uh, what else do you have for us? Well, also, when planning a trip with your grandkids, you should also strongly consider travel insurance because illness and injuries or unexpected school or sports events are things that could throw a wrench in even the best of your plans. And when you're doing that, look for a policy that covers the planning elements that concern you the most and note that many travel policies allow you to cover a grandkid at no extra cost. Really? I didn't know that. That's interesting. And I, you know, it's always been my opinion, Nick, that travel insurance is a great idea when you're planning a significant trip uh, with or without grandkids. Well, yes, and it can be a great way, way to prepare for the unexpected. Um, and here's another really big tip, Tony, pack light. I mean, without an adult intervening, young kids may try to bring every stuffed animal that they've <laughs> ever owned. <laughs> So you need to work with them to set uh, packing priorities, right? <laughs> and right. Re remind them that they don't need to bring along every little toy that they have because they're going to be too busy having fun with you, hopefully, during the trip. Right. There you go. That's that's great advice. Well, you know what, Nick? A great show, great topic. I, I love it. Your financial time machine. Uh, and uh, you can really go back. Your, your kids and grandkids are your time machine. Uh, it's, it, you can actually experience your past uh, through them and make sure they don't make the same mistake you did. That's key. And that's the overall message here. And you gave us a lot of great tips on how to do that and what we need to be thinking about. Uh, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, Tony, I think we've had a great conversation today, but you know, I'd like to urge our listeners, as always, that if, if they like any information that they heard today and want to discuss that more with us, please just don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are here in the community to help you. Um, you can find us in a couple of different ways, either on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or feel free to give us, a, give us a call at our office at 541-773-9567. I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. All right. Well, thanks, Nick. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567. Or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials 
presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.